Hello and welcome to Building Brand You, the show where we help you to accelerate your success, getting you more clients, more revenue, more business and more opportunities by unlocking your greatest asset, you. My name is Kim Hamer. I'm an international business coach, a recognized global expert on leadership, visibility and personal branding, and I designed this podcast for you to help you unlock what you already have and to give you a whole host of tools and techniques that you can implement in order to accelerate your success and build your own brand you. So let's unlock this episode and lift the lid on what's next in building brand you. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Building Brand You. If you've been listening to other episodes this season, you'll probably know that this series We're all about flow. How do you create flow in your personal brand, in your business? And in fact, does that overflow into your life? In episode two, I talked about flow in terms of a river and thinking about what's in the river that might block its flow, the rubbish, the rocks and the weeds. This time, I want to talk about our environment and how this can help us create the energy and flow that we need to actually be our very best brand you. In James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, one of the chapters deals with the environment and setting up your environment. Last time, I talked about the book Essentialism by Greg McKeon. And in that book, it also talks about routine and setting ourselves up for success. Well, our environment plays a really big part in how we show up to the world. I'd like to read you one of my favorite quotes. I use this a lot when I'm coaching and running workshops because I think it is so important to remember that everything that happens to us in our life might not be our choice, but what we choose to do with it and what energy we invest in it is our choice. It's a quote from Viktor Frankl, who was a Holocaust survivor, and he wrote Man's Search for Meaning. The quote goes like this, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. Typically, I use that quote to have uh, participants at my workshops and my coaching clients think about that space in their thinking, to notice things, to step back and create that space between what's actually happened and how they're going to respond. But it struck me in thinking about this episode that actually, what about our physical space? Isn't that just as important? How are we creating the space that gives us the power to pause, to notice, to reflect, and then to choose what's right for us? In today's busy world, it's it's so common to get swept up in all the things we have to do, all the demands that are placed on us externally from our friends, our family, our work, but it's also the demands we place on ourselves of being a good wife, a good partner, a good parent, a good husband, a good 
daughter, a good son, a good team member, a good leader, a good contributor to the world. They're all demands we place on us in our thinking. But let's think about the demands we place on ourselves in our physical environment. Think about what rocks, weeds and rubbish are you physically surrounding yourself with? Do you make space for yourself? Do you have different spaces in your environment so that you can take a moment to think clearly about a certain subject? Do you create boundaries in your environment to allow you to have physical space for you to progress? Stimulus drives response. Yes, it does drive response. That is how we're wired. Our brain gets stimulated and it responds. It gets triggered. I was going to say then it chooses what to do. But I think the point here is that the brain perhaps doesn't choose. We allow it to respond. Are your rooms cluttered? Does the space where you work give you the capacity to to think, to prioritise the three big priorities today and taking everything else off the list, off the table, off your desk? Do you have an overflowing in-tray that overwhelms you every time you see it? Do you forget what's in the bottom of that in-tray? How are you prioritising all the urgent things versus the important things? What physical structures are you putting in place? Setting our own environment can also include setting boundaries in conversations with others. I know many people who have businesses or work from home uh, and they have children in the house at some of the time. And one of the biggest challenges is about setting aside time not to be interrupted. How do we do that? How do we set good boundaries with our children, with other people we live with? Uh, Do we have flatmates? Do we have a partner? Who else are we setting physical boundaries with? Do we have a separate place to work? Do we have a separate place again from that where we socialize, we relax? How do we create some of those, those boundaries that define our environments and allow us to be absolutely present to the thing we want to focus on, whether that's reading a book, whether that's getting that proposal out, whether that's learning something new, whether that's relaxing in front of your favourite Netflix show after a long day. Is your kitchen cluttered? How do you arrange yourself? How do you set yourself up to be healthy, organised, time efficient, Uh, Are there other things you enjoy doing in your kitchen? Do you socialise in your kitchen? Is is taking all the gloves off and cooking up a storm on a Sunday afternoon for your family? Is that an environment you love? How are you setting those kinds of things up? Thinking about that stimulus driving a response, the opportunity for us to create space is so very important. And when we have that space, we can be present. And that gives us the power to choose what comes next instead of being triggered or responding unthinkingly.
And that's the key word here. Flow is dependent on choice. It's about choosing to block out all other things. Sometimes we find ourselves in flow. And one of the reasons for setting up this series was to examine how we can actually be purposeful and intentional about creating flow. I'd been in flow many times in my life, but it had seemed this this undefined mystery. How on earth had I gotten myself there? It was such a productive and joyful place to operate. So I wanted to set out this season to explore how we could be more intentional about creating our own flow. An environment is a part of that. It's about choosing to create an environment that supports what we need to create flow an environment that helps us to be present by putting in physical boundaries, by putting certain things around us that help us to stay focused and present to what we're doing. And it means taking stuff out of that physical environment that does not serve the purpose of the task at hand. Because the minute we get distracted, flow disappears. So the clutter, the mess, the overflowing in-tray, all of the tabs open on your computer desktop, they're all in the way of flow. So what I invite you to do is think about how you can restructure your physical environment such that it allows you to be in flow. It allows you to be present. It allows you to find that space between stimulus and response. The space where we have the power to choose and the space that provides our growth and our freedom. I'm going to leave you there with that thinking. I'd love to hear how you get on with restructuring, decluttering, changing your physical environments to help you create flow. Next time is one of our feature-length guest episodes, and I will be welcoming the wonderful Claire Bosk to the Building Brand New podcast. Claire is an authority in uh, customer experience and mystery shopping and has topped a number of fantastic influencer lists in the customer experience and customer service space. Claire is also a Feng Shui practitioner, and after 10 years of keeping that in the closet, she has developed the Biz Shui method, which allows us to combine the principles and the approach of Feng Shui with our business and our brand to really unlock our energy, our flow, our growth, and our prosperity. So join me next time for a fascinating conversation with the wonderful Claire Bosk-Scott. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Building Brand You podcast. I'm Kim Hamer. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and connect with me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. For all the latest news, hot tips, and special offers, you can become a member of the Building Brand You Facebook group. Just type Building Brand You into the Facebook search box and request to join. You'll also find me on LinkedIn, where you can get your hands on my eight ways to build brand you for free and to receive exclusive content direct to your inbox and be first in line for upcoming events, 
sign up to the brand new Unlocked newsletter. You'll find all of these links in the show notes. I help people to accelerate their success by unlocking their greatest asset. If you'd like to find out how to unlock your reputation, your results, and your impact, book a free 20-minute Coaching with Building Brand New call at calendly.com forward slash Kim Hamer forward slash BBY chat. Accelerate your results by unlocking your greatest asset, you.